Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Undertaker never left WWE, even at the height of the Monday Night Wars. Mark Calloway stayed loyal to Vincent Kennedy McMahon which is a long-touted reason why he became a locker room leader, because everyone was like, well, I tell you who we can trust, that dead zombie. It is kind of amazing because he debuted for the WWF in 1990. These days, (laughs) sometimes he does take shots at AEW. So he was essentially infallible when it did come to the World Wrestling Federation. Or was he? That's right, my friends. Today we are going to talk about that even the Phenom at one point or another had second thoughts kind of does stand to reason, even though he acts otherwise, he is just a human. It doesn't make sense that at one point in time he would never want to go back to WCW, because he left there after being told, this is hilarious, you're never going to draw a dime. Now, I could be wrong, I am an absolute moron, but I think over the preceding three decades, well, he drew a little bit of money. We do get into our time machines though, and do it with me, there we go, and go back to 1996. All of this was actually far closer than maybe we realized. Now, it did come from an interview straight from The Undertaker's mouth as he was talking to Ariel Hawani in an interview where he was like, well, you know, sometimes these things happened. And yes, it entered my brain. It kicked off with Kevin Nash, who was essentially tapping up the dead man. And he was all like, look, man, Vince is doing all that cartoon kiddie stuff. Whereas down here on Nitro, we're about to get real nitty and gritty and attitudinal and edgy. And I think that's absolutely going to help with your character and it's absolutely going to help with your career. Look. Can't argue with Big Sexy. It's totally correct. Now, this is kind of funny because one of the things Taker didn't like at the time was that the WWF was doing their whole, oh, it's the 90s and everyone's going to have a cartoonish or a job-like gimmick. Then there was The Undertaker. Now, look, hands up. Mark Calloway treated this so damn seriously that he did overcome it, but he was still walking around saying, oh, man, I used to be dead, but now I'm alive again. It actually ties into everything Vince McMahon was doing. Don't forget, we also had a garbage man, we had a dentist, we had a baseball player, we had Mantar. <laughs> it was the best time. And over in World Championship Wrestling, they were about to turn a corner with the NWO, which of course would then make the WWF go to the Attitude Era. But it's also one of the reasons they went, all right, fine, we've got an idea, let's bring in Mick Foley. Because if the dead man wanted a more hardcore feud and something he could sink his teeth into, Well, there was no one better than old Cactus Jack. This worked too, because within months, The Undertaker felt so much more badass than he had done in years, especially because prior to this, he would kind of just shoot lightning bolts out of his fingers. Now, that would continue. He'd do a lot of flubbed up shib as well. You also had those brutal matches that took place in Hell in a Cell. I mean, there was Shawn Michaels, and again, there was Mankind. 
and go back and watch the first one from Bad Blood 1997. The heartbreak kid sells this like he's about to die, not only because he is stuck inside the structure, but because who was across the ring? It was The Undertaker. And everyone at that time was like, I don't want to fight him. He'll stab me. All of a sudden, the gimmick became something to fear, which also does tie into The King of the Ring 1998. I mean, we've talked about it a thousand times before. And even though it was Foley's idea to come off the top of the cage in a moment that we'll never get over, within the story, it was still the dead man doing it. So you're like, I don't want to mess with that guy. He's totally bonkers. But I think the word frightening is more than accurate. Well, when we did get to the year 2000, this all shifted a little bit because we did get Biker Taker. I'll put my hands up. In hindsight, it was probably the best idea. See, it allowed The Undertaker to fit in with the already talked about Attitude Era. And then a few years later, when he was able to switch back, well, it gave the old version of the character even more momentum. Sometimes that's just how it works. It also gave birth to the streak. And while WWE didn't realize this for ages, I think this was another thing that came on the table. So they could go, look, we don't want him going to WCW. Let's concut something that makes him feel like a cool kid. I really don't think you could fight back against that one either, because this is one of the best stories that WWE has ever told. To the point, even though it's almost been a decade since Brock Lesnar did stop it, you still have fans going, well, I don't think we should have done that. It was a bad idea. Steve Austin says that all the time. When it did go down, you stunned an arena into silence, and you can't do that by fluke. By 2006, he was also having bangers with Kurt Angle, and everything he did with Edge in 2008 is way underrated and should be chatted about more. I was there live for WrestleMania 24, and when they had that main event, even with Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair on the card, you're like, yep, this was the place for them to go. By this stage, he was a WWE lifer, which did tie into his aura, which is why all of a sudden he was also having good matches with Dave Batista, and it helped Dave Batista climb up the ladder. And of course, we have to talk about the one-two at WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels. I mean, they are some of the best matches ever. I mean, it also ended with HBK retiring. And just look at it this way. If The Undertaker had gone to WCW and then he had come back to WWE, would this have been as effective as what we did get? I don't think it would be. And once again, it all ties into The Undertaker staying in WWE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. There was another benefit to all of this as well, and it came down to the consistency. Because how many times did you see The Undertaker do an interview? Not very often. And when he did do one, would he break character? No. Would he break kayfabe? No. He was the last bastion of the thing. And because he was always in one company, you didn't have to think about metrics or business nonsense. You could just totally buy in to sports entertainment. But that's why he didn't talk out of turn. That's why he didn't become an NXT coach. That's why he didn't do the usual retirement stuff because he wasn't that guy. And instead, he had put 30 plus years into basically being Vince McMahon's right-hand man. It just goes to show. Sometimes you should bet on yourself. You should think about the long game. I mean, look what happened when he even flirted with the idea of doing that StarCast appearance. Like, I know it was around an AEW event, but StarCast and All Elite Wrestling aren't officially linked, and it sent Vince McMahon so crazy, he basically got on the phone and said, look, Mark, don't do it, and I shall give you some crazy kind of 20-year contract which he is still benefiting from right now. I really do not think this occurs without the gimmick still being alive and well, because everyone was like, wait a minute, I can just go to a table and talk to The Undertaker? Sign me up. The Last Ride documentary goes into this as well, as Callaway is basically like, yeah, Vince, it was so scary, wary about that, but we did sort it out. And while I'm sure there was a little bit of terror that he could go to AEW, we're just going to tie this in a nice little package now. As the way Vince saw it, there's no way this could have happened in the mid-90s. There's no way it can happen in 2019 either. Talking about that as well, I cannot see any kind of reality at the moment when the dead man does step back into a ring because he is getting older and wear and tear doesn't get better as we do take step forwards in life. Goes the other way, gets worse. And that is why life is horrible too. You keep aging and you're essentially eroding and you're essentially dying. Shouldn't have said it, I made it too morbid, but pff, what are you going to do? Lastly, WWE and Callaway finally came together to say, you know what, we got to put a bullet in this character's head which is why all of a sudden he was on the Ariel Hawani show and a bunch of other interviews. He couldn't stop himself for a while. And why he now has a live talk show. Like, I'm an old wrestling fan. I cannot fathom the idea that you can just go to some kind of venue, sit down and see this guy talking like a normal dude because he spent so long going the other way. But that's also why it's so damn great called Balance Kids, it's important. Naturally, as you can probably figure out, it's also why Vince McMahon and Mark Calloway are so close to the point when he did suffer that concussion at Mania 30 and had to go right to a local medical facility. Vincent Kennedy McMahon left his spot in the gorilla position during WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year, and he went to be by his side. Can't argue with that. It's also given the character a second lease of life because he basically went from not talking to not being able to shut up. And seriously, more power to him. Every single wrestler under the sun goes and gets a piece of this pie. So if you have put so much of your blood, sweat and tears into the business, why are you not allowed to take something out of the other side? So for the few of you that do keep moaning about this, can you just remember that again, he's not an undead zombie and he is actually a human. Let him have what he wants. Which brings me to my final point, which is I don't think he has this magnetism that he does still walk around with. If he goes to World Championship Wrestling, 
Because look at the track record. Nearly every single person that did jump ship, WCW totally ruined them. They didn't have a clue what to do. And of course, there were some low moments like the match against Goldberg and the match against Roman Reigns. And that all did lead into The Undertaker retiring. But surely we're allowed to drop the ball here and there. We all make mistakes. At least Mark Kellaway gets it too. He also does fill this interesting role because while he's not the Undertaker or Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan, when it comes to megastars, he is one of the final wrestlers. I can go to my mum and say, do you know Hulk Hogan? Yes. Do you know Steve Austin? Yes. If I say, do you know Roman Reigns? She has no idea. But if I go, do you remember The Undertaker? Even my damn mother that calls wrestling WWE, she goes, oh yes, I remember that zombie guy. So he does have the kudos. That's another reason I think that this choice did pay off because he was always front and center in what has essentially always been the biggest wrestling company of the world, at least of the modern times. But never forget it. Don't let anybody walk around saying he didn't even think about it. He did, and even he's admitted it. I bet WCW were offering him a fortune. But ultimately, when we look back now, he made the right choice. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know a bunch of stuff about The Undertaker. Do you like the fact he broke kayfabe? Do you not? Did you like the character? Maybe you think he's overrated, underrated. I don't know. That's what they're there for. Also, please do click this wonderful video that's on the screen to watch another video, probably featuring my bald ass. Is my ass bald? I don't even know. Like the video, share the video, subscribe. Whatculture.com is where we shall keep you up to date with all the latest wrestling news and, of course, social media, that pit of terror, Simon316. What culture WWE? My name is Simon Miller from What Culture. Thank you for joining me. And I think The Undertaker gets a bad rap in some circles these days. People are like, poof, he was never that good. It's like, he must be pretty damn good <laughs> to do it for as long as he did. And also, all of his peers walk around going, yeah, man, that Mark Calloway, he's the best. So you shouldn't forget that. Put some respect on his name. Goodbye.